Warning, language and content not suitable for children or your grandmother. Do not listen near Little Timmy or Nana. Everybody, welcome to the ISO sessions of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Uh, I am Perry, I'm the host, of course. I am very excited to welcome uh, this bonus episode's guest to the show. You might know him from such podcasts as The Grub, Time to Die, The Tokyo Hotel, uh, or just being a comedian, or you might just not know him at all. That's very possible, considering most of you are American listeners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's entirely... Yeah, very possible, I would say. <laughs> Hi, it's nice uh, to meet you. Yes, hello, Ben Russell. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I, I was uh, I was considering doing these these sessions, and you were one of the first people that uh, I sent a message to, and you immediately said yes, which kind of blew me away a little bit. But I'm, I should have said I should have played hard to get. <laughs> Well, I've got a lot of things on at the moment, and uh, I've really got to juggle my schedule around. I'm really busy. <laughs> I am so booked up right now. You have no idea. <laughs> I do get, I have found time to get busy, though, you know, and I think that's important. you got to get busy I, I, at some point. You've got you to gotta give yourself little projects throughout yeah. the day. And, yeah. you know, that's really what's going to get us through this whole coronavirus pandemic, is we got to stay sane together but separate. That's right. Together, but separate. <laughs> I, I, you know, it is, it's, we, uh, I don't know. Who knows how long this madness is going to last? It could be days. It could be months. It could <laughs> be the rest of our life. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be days. <laughs> but it might, I don't know. I don't know. It's so, a weird uh, time. It, but thank you for com- Thank you for coming. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, what else do I have to do during these yeah. times? Yeah, we um, have nothing else to do. So Ben is all the way in Melbourne, Australia, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we are on a uh, what a twelve-hour time difference. Yeah, and you are <laughs> like a trooper <laughs> drinking whiskey at eight thirty. I am. I mean. I'm drinking whiskey at the whiskey hour. It's yes, it's right. 10.30. It's 10.30 at night. I mean, this Look, is... Time, time has no meaning anymore. And <laughs> if it's if I'm going to go down in a ball of flame, I'm going to do it on my own accord. Yeah. And if it's 8.30 a.m. drinking bourbon, who's yeah, to say you, what's going to happen next? If you're going down in a bowl of flame, that flame is going to have a mighty fine vapor trail. <laughs> 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 my dude. Felt like it was missing a my mighty, dude. At the mighty end. fine vapor trail, my dude. <laughs> All right. It's cool, man. Do you know about Matthew McConaughey's connection to bourbon now? Oh, do I ever. He is the spokesperson for the most mediocre of all bourbons. No. Well, are you talking about Long Branch or are you talking about Wild Turkey in general? Because I have a huge affinity for Wild you Turkey. You like Wild Turkey. Okay. I mean, I, lo- I, have not, I have not sampled the top shelf of Wild Turkey, and but I have been affected in my youth by Wild Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> As most of us have, yeah. any any time <laughs> that somebody said, "Hey, you want a shot of whiskey?" It was like Ugh. either Wild Turkey or Jack Daniels. Yeah, um, and I I can't really drink I, I can't really drink Jack anymore either. So 
I like all I like all whiskeys except for yes. I think Wild Turkey and Jack. I've got PTSD for. <laughs> well, I I so we talk about you know our our daily drinkers or the ones that we kind of have just around mm. to enjoy, and Turkey One Hundred One is actually one of the ones that I reach for the most, mm. um, just because it's it's fairly old in terms of bourbon, <clears throat> higher proof, and really it's quite cheap too. I mean, we can get a I can get a handle of it for thirty five forty US. Oh, that's not bad um, at all. Yeah. And I mean, it, it lasts a while and it, it holds up well in cocktails too. But I mean, even on up to, you know, higher, some of the higher proof stuff, rare breed, uh, which is their barrel proof bourbon. Uh, mm. It's quite good. So uh, you might be interested in this. There's a, sh- there's a, sh- cause I know that it's very hard to get in the States, but they, they export quite a bit. And there is, uh, one of my favorite whiskey bars in in the city of Melbourne, that you can get a nice glass of uh, Pappy's. Oh, Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> yeah, you can get a nice glass of Pappy's for like, you know, like a thirty dollar thirty dollars. It's expensive, That's... but still, it's it's considering of what Pappy's goes for. Over, Consi- it's, you can never find it over there. Yeah, considering how how sought after it is. Yeah, that's not a bad price. It's at not bad all. at all. And I mean, considering how much the Australian dollar is tanking at the moment, too. Yeah. I mean, that's that's oh, a yeah. real bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah, because they, I think they, you know, they do reserve some for export. So while it's very difficult yes. to find over in the states, it's um, it's still it's here. Not a lot of people people sort of know about it that much. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's a it's a very d- Scotch, uh, really? focused whiskey culture over here i would say more so, so i mean yeah go ahead sorry no more so than anything i would say that it, a lot of people over here drink more scotch than anything else so in terms of whiskeys we we have a couple of friends that are uh, actually from brisbane that come over to the states every year mm. and they are big bourbon drinkers i mean yeah they, we we spend you know they they come over for basically a month every year and we just stay drunk the entire time yeah. <laughs> with them but i mean they 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 bring stuff over here that we can't get <clears throat> here that they can only get in in australia mm-hmm. and um we'll send them back with stuff that uh, they can't get there and mm. uh, they claim to have bunkers of whiskey over here too I uh, for <laughs> either I'm not sure whether or not it's for the the apocalypse or if it's just <laughs> to to hold for a rainy day. Yeah. I mean but the, the, we do exist, but I would say you you can get really good scotches here. Uh there's a bit a better selection of sure. scotches than there is bourbons over here. Yeah. Um and it's hard to get any rye over really? here. Yeah, very difficult. I found. Yeah, as I came, because I, I used to live in Chicago, right? And obviously, I got into I got into whiskey probably the most when I was in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> I drank. I was drunk most of my time there. And, I've um, I've heard you talk about that before. And, yeah, um, 
<laughs> Thank you for breaking some or falling off some kind of wagon <laughs> to, to oh, no, get no, no, through. No. Uh... <laughs> no, I just had to dry out when I got back just a oh, little okay. bit. <laughs> just because A, I was drinking a lot and B, you can't, I mean, Australia, they kind of sell this bullshit that they're big drinkers. But the truth of the matter is, is that uh, the booze is much more expensive over here. Really? It's, yeah. So you can't drink the sheer volume that you can uh, <laughs> over the over in America. I learned. I I strongly. I'm not just uh, as we, we have an expression here, pissing in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not pissing in your pocket when I say Americans are, are better drinkers because they can because it's so cheap over there. You can just you can get fuck eyed for so <laughs> cheap. I used to love going to my local dive bar and just putting down a fiver and getting a shot of JMO and a tall boy, a PBR. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things. I was like, I'm in the best country did in I, the did world. I just, did I just see a, a tear roll down your cheek as you spoke? It was glorious. It was, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Drank a lot of Jameson over there, which is... <laughs> Jameson's a pretty good Irish whiskey. I'm not a big Irish whiskey drinker. No, it's a little bit too sweet for me. I agree. Without the body that you get with uh, bourbon. Because bourbon's quite sweet, but uh, yes. I think you kind of have that body to back it up with. It's It's got a lot more depth and complexity, I think, than some Irish whiskeys do. But mm. that, There's that's... an Irishman listening to this going, I'm going to fucking glass you. <laughs> He's going to... And I hear... <laughs> I'm gonna find fucking, you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find, find you. you one day, mate. No, I'm gonna fucking glass you. <laughs> You're fucking dead. <laughs> You're in for it now. <laughs> Nobody insults my whiskey, <laughs> but me. You can insult me, ma, but not me whiskey. <laughs> Uh, this is great because I spend so much time listening to you and laughing while I'm not talking to you. <laughs> so the fact that I can do it to your face virtually is is really nice. But <clears throat> I had something I wanted to ask you. Sure. Um, what is this sadistic tendency towards the sweet, sweet man that is Kevin Bean? Um <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you've not listened to the Grub podcast, first off, do. Um, there is a man who shows up very, very rarely. His name is Kevin Bean. He's part of the Bean Brothers Four, and the poor guy just can't seem to catch a break. Ben, what? What's, why do you <laughs> well, hate mean, Kevin Bean so much? I don't hate Kevin Bean. I feel sorry for Kevin Bean. Although I don't, uh, there's been some, you know, there's something about uh, characters. Tragic characters that is inherently <laughs> funny, I think. If you want to get down, if you want to deconstruct it. I know <laughs> yeah. uh, tragedy and comedy, they're very friendly boys together. They kiss uh, in the back sheds and no one is watching. You're like, when get nobody's looking. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> tragedy and comedy and they're kissing. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> so I think that there's something funny. There's just something funny about... Someone who is foolhardy and down on their luck, and I think that is I think it's funny because we are we all are like that. We all sort of think that we're gonna 
be this thing, you know, when we're growing up and we never, and a lot, you know, most of us will never really match that fantasy, that boyhood fantasy or girlhood fantasy, you know, of whatever. And I think that there's that it's, and a lot of us, you know, we, we regulate and we, you know, we modify and go with the punches and try and find our own happiness. But it's something funny about someone who blindly follows that, even though they are, it's, it's over. It's, it's tragic, but it is quite, quite, it's it's quite funny. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) and like, I can't, I can't help but laugh at his misfortunes. You're right. Yeah. But at the same time, God, he just got that puppy, man. <laughs> I mean, that is true. I don't like he just got dead. Dog. I don't like dogs uh, getting hurt. And um, <laughs> it, it is a fictional dog. I just want to point that out. Uh, yes, that is true. Yeah, this is a character. But at the same time, I and like I was in my car. I was in my car <laughs> and I was going, go, Kevin Bean. It's a fine. You're finally on the up and up. And then he goes, well, my, my new dog is also dead. And I just, <laughs> I just he's hit also, the steering wheel. <laughs> he also seemed a bit sick as well. Yes, he um. was. <laughs> I, he, the, 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 the coronavirus is running rampant through the veins of poor one Kevin Bean. Yeah. Uh, that poor, sweet that boy. That poor man. <laughs> that poor man. <laughs> it's sadistic. But it, is, it's, it is extremely sadistic, but it makes for good radio. That's right. It makes for good entertainment. <laughs> so I, I know we kind of steamrolled over some of your introduction. I'm guess I'm I'm gonna venture to guess that you know ninety nine point nine percent of the listening audience to my show don't know who you are. Yeah, but you are you do have American ties. Um, I do. I you are I you are. Part American. <laughs> I am. Well, I was. I'm first gen born in Australia from uh, American family. Right. So I've got an American citizenship, uh, and I lived in the U.S. for a while, and mm. I've been there. You know, we used to go on the reg uh, over to see my grandparents and the rest of my family, and um, they lived in. My grandma lived in Texas, in uh, Abilene, Texas. Mm. Um. Which to all, if there are any Abilene listeners, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know what you've done, and <laughs> yeah, you know what you've done. And uh, my other grandma lived in uh, Pensacola, Florida. Okay, so which is, uh, and my my uncle lived there, and he he worked uh, at the naval base there. So, so you you had family basically in two of the armpits of. Mm. <laughs> Of the United States. I got, make no mistake, I got redneck blood <laughs> flowing through this these veins. I might have a weird half Australian with American R accent, but I uh these right. these colors, it still bleeds red, white, and blue no matter which flag y'all look at. You know what I'm saying, man? Man, I'll fuck you up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is this the kind of redneck family that's got the shotgun strapped to the back of the pickup truck window that you can just... <laughs> I don't think that they're pickup window, but they... I mean, we got shotguns. We got... Yeah. 
all sorts. Um, uh, yeah, we got guns. We got many guns. Uh, my dad is was looking to get a gun here for a little while because he owns a little bit, a little bit of land to the north of Perth in Western mm. Australia. And he's a—I mean, he was born in Midland, Texas, so he's a big—he's a good old boy. No kidding. Um, yeah, so I have a, I have a friend to, who actually lives in Midland. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, so he lived in Midland, Texas, or grew up there. Went to Robert E. Lee High School. And, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> what y'all know? Y'all don't like that no more. <laughs> Look, I know Kentucky was a swing state in the Civil War, but <laughs> but Texas was not. Texas was certainly not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, you know, I, and I think it's pretty cool. Like I enjoy that aspect of, of my family. We got a pretty interesting sort of. Uh, uh, like family heritage and ancestry that yeah. goes around. Dad did a bunch of uh, research on it, and it's uh, it's something cool, and I I like it. And when I lived there, I you know, it really enjoyed living there. I lived I was only supposed to live there for two years, and it ended up being five. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and that was while you were <clears throat> studying comedy and um, practicing your improv chops as well. Yeah, and. <laughs> Getting the most drunk I've ever been. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I studied. I, you know, studied at Second City and IO and worked there and was part of the Harold on some and all that bullshit. And uh, really enjoyed it and loved it and lived lived like a absolute animal. Just, I think I I went there with one suitcase and I don't think I unpacked that suitcase in that five years. Just a. Just a stinky ball of, <laughs> of just this grime gross. But and I was, muck. <laughs> moved there when I was like 24, came back here, you know, turned 30. <laughs> so I think it was just, it's a time. You can do that shit when you're in your 20s. You sure. Know, you can live like an animal and get drunk and there was just party. One, and You woke up one day in Australia and you just looked in the mirror and you said, what have I done? <laughs> I just could oh, you can't, you cannot maintain that no. level that I was going at. It was impressive. <laughs> My partner now, when she, when I first moved over, she was horrified. <laughs> she was like, you can't, you cannot keep drinking like this. And and, like, and, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but us, again, us Russells love to drink. I, I mean, my dad loves wine. My brother loves whiskey. So it's like, what chance, whenever we get together at the Russells, we, we get a little bit... The redneck comes out for sure. <laughs> no, I I picked up uh, my love of bourbon from my dad as well. So mm. it it's a it's a river that runs true through the it's the bloodline. <laughs> and I worked at a bar for a little bit uh, when I was in Chicago, and I got deep. I got deep into rye whiskey, uh, real deep. Really? And yeah, just there's something about it. It's kind of like a to sort of. I mean, this is sort of a simplistic way to talk about it but it's like it's the missing link between scotch and bourbon mm -hmm. yeah, i would say absolutely it's got almost it's got that farmy spice mm -hmm. it's got a spiciness <clears throat> that is similar to the peaty spicy goodness that you get with scotch with a good peaty peaty boy i but um peaty boy yeah, a little Petey Boy. little Petey Boy. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, Ben? Oh, I'm drinking a little Petey Boy. <laughs> Who's I'm to say? drinking a Petey Boy. <laughs> maybe one, maybe two glasses of Petey Boy. Who's to say? I don't know yet. 
<laughs> what are you, my mother? <laughs> Look at you over there. What do you think you're doing? Look at you. What are you? Are you going to drink? What are you, what are you, what are you asking me how many Petey Boys I'm going to drink? What are you? <laughs> I'm not going to put a number on it. I haven't gotten there I'm yet. put a number on it. Get out of here. I'm, li- I'm living my life, Ma. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you, sound like, you sound like Marky Mark. <laughs> Come on, Ma. Come on, Ma. What do you think Come I'm on, doing Ma. here? Come on, Ma. Hey. Hey, hey Ma. Yo, with, what's going on? It's like slight begrudging respect, but at the same time <laughs> trying to be your own man. <laughs> oh, what's up with this? Hey, what's That's crazy. On? Get out of here. But only if you I feel think like this it. I think tr- this might be a transformer. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only Marky Mark I can the, muster. The worst of the Transformers movies with uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> And that's saying something. That is indeed saying something. But look, nah, we're not going to get into that. I don't want to. I don't want to invite that conversation. Here. <laughs> one one second. I just have to get more whiskey. Go for it. Okay. One second. I'll okay. be right back. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm so sorry. I was I was underprepared <laughs> for how delicious this Woodford Reserve. Distiller Select would be, <laughs> and that's and is that the the eighty proof or the ninety proof? Let's see here. What are we talking? We don't. Where's the proof? Or the percentage? Where is it? Uh, the percentage. That's the forty three percent. Oh, so it's a eighty six proof. Yeah, forty three percent point two. They don't put the proof on export bottles. Interesting. Because I know that um, there are some bottles, like Jim Beam is not 80 proof like it normally is over here. Hmm. That from, what, from what I've been told, at least, by my, my Brisbane friends, Chris and Leanne. Hi, Chris and Leanne. Hello. <laughs> They're just a short drive from you. <laughs> just a short one. Short drive. <laughs> just a quick hop and a just jump a away. Just a short three-day drive. <laughs> I, I I keep thinking about the you, so Australia went through something else horrible earlier this year. Uh, your country was literally on fire, and it seemed like nothing was being done about it. Um, mm. But then, in the middle of it all, was just this vapid nothingness. <laughs> and Which his is, name is Scott Morrison. Scott Morrison. <laughs> Ah, uh, the man who likes to force people to shake hands with him, and yeah, the wonderful thing is, is that Americans and Australians have never had so much in common as they do in this day and age. Both of our countries are led by sort of greedy little hollow assholes that care nothing about anything Just but money. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We don't want to offend everybody who listens to this, but you no, know, but you're... I will try. <laughs> right, left, in between. Look, man. Sorry, I just have such a strong hate for my prime minister. <laughs> he's not. He's he's no good. He's not, he is and, bad, and that's that's an understatement. But he, he makes Donald Trump look charismatic <laughs> and magnetic. <laughs> you just want to go up and have a drink with him. <laughs> oh God, I. Between the two, I would rather have a drink with the devil himself, Donald Trump. <laughs> who who would you uh, get get a, a more 
interesting conversation out of Scott Morrison or oh, the Don? You think the Don? Uh, Scott Morrison doesn't have anything interesting to say. <laughs> he's, he's nothing. He's got nothing. Like at least Donnie would, you know, regale you with his crazy tales about how he, you know, stole a bunch of money from some poor people. <laughs> but <laughs> Scotty Morrison would be like, he'd be sitting in silence because he's got nothing. He's got no personality. And that's the people we elected to be our prime minister. Mm. We deserve him. <laughs> Australian people deserve him. That is... I, I'm trying to tiptoe around this. I'm really scared to get too deep <laughs> into the weeds on this. That's true, because, you know, I'm sure other people don't want to talk about... I won't listen to people talk about whiskey. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> we ain't talking about politics here. Um I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> well, we talk more about whiskey. Let's talk more about one. whiskey. <laughs> Just know, I mean, I'm not going to offend any of your American listeners by saying that Scott Morrison is a piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> He's an absolute dog. And you can definitively say that. Yeah, and, and consider also, you know, our politics is a little bit more socialist. So if you're a Donnie Trump supporter, you'd hate him too. True. That is true. There's plenty of reasons to hate Scotty Morrison. <laughs> and that's Both why... the right... And the left can hate Scott Morrison. <laughs> we can really come together. What are you going to do? Yeah. We're all going to shit. And that's why, you know, I think I think it's great. We're all drinking together. That's why it's almost 9 a.m. and I'm on my second glass of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, for one, say hello to our American brethren and welcome them with open arms when the travel lift. Bands lift. I there there is going to be just this wave of people who have been going stir crazy and just feeling the need. They could be going oh, anywhere. Man. They could be going to, I mean, the the most desolate place in the entire world. But it's just so they can actually get out. Not even for you have no idea. Not even to go see sights. I mean, it could be a grain of sand on top of a mountain, and be like, "This the, is what I got through this pandemic for." The problem is right. And, like, because I desperately want to do this. But the problem is, is that you just don't, you don't know really when it's going to be possible for us to ever have a big blowout night ever again. <laughs> yeah. It, it might be, like, ages, because you're like, this motherfucker doesn't die. <laughs> the coronavirus doesn't die. It just hangs around, right? And I desperately want to have a big night just going absolutely bananas <laughs> i want to get i just want to go completely insane right i want to have a massive one i want to i want to trash shit i want to break I wanna get, windows and <laughs> i want to go buck wild <laughs> there we go. um you i just want to yeah you had a and and it's interesting because you completely lost that opportunity with the Melbourne International Comedy Festival getting canceled. And this this was my peak partying time. Yeah. <laughs> this was a month Melbourne Comedy International Comedy Festival is a, is a month of comedians from all over the world getting together and getting as drunk as they can every every night of the week usually. Like <laughs> It's a great time. It's a really good time. I mean, you, you do shows, then you go out and you see shows, and then you 
just hang, you go to a bar and you just drink until like three o'clock at night. And then as it goes on, those nights just keep getting later and later. And, you know, it just gets, it's a really good party. And I've, I feel cheated. <laughs> I've missed out on that. I would have gone the opposite way. It would have gotten, the nights would have gotten shorter for me. Like mm. just, I, and, and maybe not because I'm imbibing less, but maybe because I'm slowly remembering less and <laughs> blacking out quicker. Because you start, I mean, if we, if we look at it, you start at what, like a relative zero? And so maybe mm. by the end of the week, you get to, you know, say 100%. But 100% becomes much less each time afterwards, right? It's the the law of diminishing returns. Oh, you'd think that, but I mean, it really gets it gets exciting. There's a really exciting atmosphere about sure. And then, and so around the halfway mark of the month, you will find a little bit of a a drop. But then, people's people that are doing half runs only two weeks. They'll start their show, right? Mm-hmm. And so they'll start, they'll be really excited because they're starting their shows and they'll get go out partying. So you'd be like, oh, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just go with them. Why not? I'll just go with them, whatever. <laughs> and then before you know it, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> you know, and then, and then by the end of the week, it's like, well, this is, we're in the last week now. Oh, you may it's as well just go party. all out then. <laughs> Might as well just go all out. Who cares? They're, you know? And and you had people have lost their minds. You had yeah. four shows this year. Yes, I I had one regular show and then three uh, semi regs, like which was like once a month, once a week. Sure, sorry, sure. But that still yeah. is <sighs> a large portion of my income. <laughs> yes, gone. Yes, <laughs> and I don't mean to keep harping on it, but uh, first off, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate yeah. I hate to hear that. But I, I think, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard to at all feel sorry for yourself in these situations because it's a situation that is so completely out of your control. Absolutely. And when I sort of, I knew that it was coming, you could see, you could see it in the horizon, like a good two or three weeks out, you were like, this is going to go down. (laughs) So I think I was mentally preparing myself for it. And then when it happened, it was so exciting because we're in a such a because it felt historic. Like it felt, it did. It felt sure. like you were a part of something that you would. You'd be like, "This is something so big that it will be there." Yeah, it's and and the, the, what we're living through right now is something so huge that I think that that it's that we're a part of it, and then we can witness it and look at it and tell that story back. Yeah. Of people that hadn't experienced and, and it. I think that it's quite interesting. And, and even though it's terrible sure. and awful, it's still exciting, if not incredibly difficult. That's an optimistic way to, to look at it. And and I think that, you know, it, it's, it's shining a light on <clears throat> what we can do better as mm. people. What we can do better yeah. as humanity, you know. Given us the opportunity to step back and 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 it, it sounds so lame, but just mm. just being able to not have the the insanity of everyday life 
and not having to get mm. on public transit and not having to talk to a boss every single day that you hate or having to listen mm. to, you know, everybody else's woes and wearies. But just to, I, I think that it is kind of nice to have a solid moment of peace. I think it's it's forced me to focus everything. Yeah. Because I'm such a, like, I got, you know, podcasts, but then I've got, you know, all these different... I, I'm a man of t- little projects all the, over the place. I do stand-up, I do acting, and I do, you know, all these things. It's cut out such a huge part of that that I've had to sit down and be like, well, let's just put everything into one thing, one or two things. Right. And it's actually kind of been a real uh, interesting experience. I mean, I always used to get sort of teased, I'd say, about always having, you know, having, being a jack of all trades and a master of none. And I very much am. (laughs) Don't sell yourself short there, Ben. Come on. Come on. You do puppetry. Well, you know, I do puppetry, acting, stage acting, stand-up, sketch. I'm a writer. You can play the heck out of that Jim Bay behind you. Yeah, that's right. Thank you so much. So I had all these things that I would get teased about it because he would just like, just fucking pick one thing, Ben. I was like, I just... But now I've had to pick one thing and it's been quite enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And I'd say that like the grub podcast is probably the thing that's keeping me sane uh throughout this whole thing you to pour your you know into that i don't know if my partner could say the same thing i spend a lot of time and it's a testament to like you kind of see what it takes for you know a lot of those other guys that you know are much more popular and much more bigger podcasts you're like this must be all encompassing for them and i think there's something cool about it's given me a little bit more respect for those people that have been able to just be like, this is it and this is my thing and I'm going to go straight all the way yeah. into it. I think that it's it's crazy and I don't know how they have a life outside <laughs> of that and they probably don't. Um, but... I mean, like... Yeah, the, it's... Uh, yeah. Th- this is, I would I would say, at this point in time, and it probably won't be for for the rest of my life, but this is my main creative outlet, right? Oh. I mean, I get the chance to have conversations with really interesting people and and share something with them that I find to be integral to my Kentucky heritage. And, you know, we we come to even even despite differences across the board that we might have, right? We can set all of that aside and just sit down with a glass of whiskey. And just enjoy that time together. And it's it's interesting because I almost I almost went the opposite way from you when all this hit. Because I lost that person to person connectivity, that that you know, opportunity to sit down with them. Because first off, my wife is pregnant and I can't <laughs> I can't expose her to <laughs> anybody who might have any kind of yeah. deadly pathogens around them. Yeah. But secondly, like I don't want to then spread that to somebody else. Right. Mm. And it's not just about going out to a bar. It's not just about, you know, whatever. I mean, just bringing people into a space like this and sitting down and, you know, 
pulling out this bottle where I'm like, oh, this was, you know, this was special to me because I picked it up, you know, after months of looking for it or or whatever. And, you know, I want to have that that time to share it with you. But as and I and I've really had to stretch myself to create a space where I I can make the same content happen, right? Mm. But just in different ways. Yeah, I mean, you have to, you can, you just have to adapt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a very much an adapt or die have, have, sort of situation. Have you found yourself being more creative then during this time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, uh, I don't have anything else to do. I have no excuses. <laughs> I don't have to go, you know, to a gig. I don't have to you know, go to auditions or, you know, I don't have to do anything that I would have done. <laughs> I don't have to go <laughs> to make an excuse. I'm not obligated have... to do anything that made me me. <laughs> yeah. And then, and not only that, but it's forced me to like, I've had to get all this equipment. And so I, now I have everything. Yeah. So I've just had, and, and now I've very, I've taught myself how to edit so I can do these things. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I have no excuse. So yeah, and and I've made I've entered into an agreement with, uh, you know, two hundred and sixty people. <laughs> yes, that they'll give me money for content, and I don't want to fuck that up. I don't want to, you know. So, um, yeah, I want to try and do that as best as I can, and not be not not rip people off. Yeah, I think that would be that's my greatest fear. <laughs> it's fear of pitchforks. <laughs> Could you, yeah? Could you imagine once all of this is over, somebody is has got an angry mob in their out out your front oh, door? <laughs> and also, it is just something to do. And there's sure. only so long you can play computer games, um, and smoke weed for until it sort of loses its <laughs> loses its shimmer, and you have to start being like, okay, well, I gotta fucking do something, you know? I just yeah. Do this dumb thing, but other it can. I you have to find balance because the other night, uh, the other day on Saturday. Wait, what day is it today? You are it's Saturday. You are approaching the Sunday midnight <sighs> stroke. Oh my god! <laughs> but it is Saturday at it this is, moment for you, for both of us. On Friday, I no Thursday. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting. It doesn't matter. On a day, on a day where the sun came up, I spent. All day, recording and like editing this fucking ridiculous sketch that went for so long, <laughs> and I didn't know how to edit it. Out. I didn't know what to cut, and I was just, I was, I was just obsessed. <laughs> I just got obsessed with this thing, and um, so you got to find moments to get out. Yeah. I think you can you can go too deep and you can get kind of manic inside it with this kind of stuck in one place. So I guess it's about balance, but at the same time, I dr- I've been drinking a lot and that's been <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. It's helped. It has certainly helped. It's, it it's absolutely helped. It it gives you something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Not that it wasn't a part of it anyway before it, but now it's like, oh, hello there, <laughs> Elijah. I think Craig. treats treats are important. Treats are important, you know, in this time. So you got to 
treat yourself. Yeah. You know, I'm getting I'm getting fat. Mm. But who cares? Now is the time to get a little little chubby, <laughs> to chub out. And you know, you can always you'll you'll lose it. Whatever. It'll bounce back. You'll be fine. It'll bounce back. <laughs> Or it won't, and who gives a fuck? At this, at, you know what yeah, I mean. Like, and, I mean, you've you've got to because it is so weird and unprecedented. You just gotta roll with the punches, man. Hmm. Just you do. Just live your life. At you this can't point. really. You gotta do things that make you happy mm-hmm. because it's a it's a weird, unusual time, and so you gotta do things that make you happy, and make things that make you happy, and talk to people that make you happy, and things like that. And that's the it's the little things there that will get you through this I, I believe but projects give yourself a little project as well was was brush fire tales one of the uh <laughs> projects that you <laughs> i've always been thinking about felt brush compelled fire tales. To, to really brush fire tales is an amalgamation of ideas that i've been having for a while and that is a spoof on podcasts that are recap podcast or like very niche podcasts that are around so it's it's very much a piss take on that and also i really enjoyed uh just calling people in the middle of the night and talking to them so i've started doing this for the patreons of the grub which it's me calling my friends at midnight and talking about jack johnson <laughs> one uh, one <laughs> That okay. It wasn't until this exact moment that I realized how absurd that concept is. <laughs> but you, sir, have truly defined it is so the stupid. Absurd, it's the absurd comedy thing. podcast. But again, <laughs> variety. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. I'd be like, I'm not going to release this, but now I can because I have you know a small group of people that I can to with this Patreon. So. And it's it's apt, and I don't feel bad. I did one that was a recap of this really dumb Australian show that I started to feel bad because they were actors still doing their job, and but sure. it was a terrible show. <laughs> but I would, I did the same thing. I would, I would do it in the middle of the night. And I would just call people and tell them the plot of this terrible show. <laughs> It's just absurd. It's 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 empty content, right? But that's a lot. Well, I mean, that's what content is. Just this kind of empty thing that we generate and then put out into the internet. That is the internet. That it, no, it is va- it is vapid. Yeah, the internet is just a, a sinkhole of creativity. Yeah, it's or, all or potential. At least my vapid content has the decency to acknowledge how vapid it is and make fun of that fact. And and having getting getting the chance to listen to Zachary Ruane say, <laughs> I cannot stress enough how little I know his catalog. <laughs> Just put into perspective what you were doing with this project. Yeah. But and- also, you know, in my I was uh seventeen, two thousand and one, that's when Jack Johnson hit his stride. Mm. You know, with his first album. And I lived in a coastal town near the beach, and I surfed. And so, <laughs> you know, I actually... Were, that was you, man. I actually that loved was Jack you. Johnson back when I was a kid. But then I grew up, and I realized that all his songs sound exactly the same, and he's just a, he's just a Jimmy Buffett wannabe motherfucker. 
And then you realize that Ben Harper was a lot more interesting. I always realize that, to be fair. Ben Harper is a lot more interesting. But Jim, Jim, I I, I mean, Jack Johnson is just, if you put, like, if Jimmy Buffett listened to a little bit of Ben Harper and was like, yeah, I'm going to try, I'm going to try that out a little bit. I'm going to put that flavor in there. But Jimmy Buffett exists in the same three chord so much, yeah, territory that that Jack Johnson does. Yeah, and he's all about that Margaritaville lifestyle. I will, I will tell you the the weirdest. This is this ties in. I promise. The weirdest <laughs> Christmas I ever had was going to my grandparents' house, and my aunt was so excited to give me this present, and I open it up. <laughs> And it's a Jimmy Buffett live CD <laughs> and a Jimmy Buffett guitar pick. I have no interest in Jimmy Buffett's music. <laughs> I am the furthest from being a Jimmy Buffett fan. And for some reason, she felt compelled to give me this live recording so of Jimmy Buffett from, you know, Hangout Fest or, or whatever. Uh-huh. And a guitar pick. And I think that there was some kind of sweetness to it because she knows that I play guitar and write music and everything. But Mm. at the same time, it's like, when have I ever expressed to you how much I love Margaritaville? (laughs) 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 Or Cheeseburger in Paradise? (laughs) (laughs) My mom gave me, she gave me a, a bunch of Doctor Who shit one Christmas and I fucking hate Doctor Who. I was like, and what, why did you think that this was Doctor Who is dog shit? Oh, Ben's a bit of a nerd. Uh, ben he's got, likes, he's got some, he, he likes, likes Star Trek. <laughs> I bet he likes a Doctor Who. She doesn't really sound, she sounds, I mean, she sounds proper Texan though. I, I do. I, oh, I, is your dad the Australian? Wait. No, both. Where's the Australian? No, there You're is both, no. Both your parents are American. Both my parents are American. My dad was Midland. My mom was Little Rock. Oh, well. I apologize to you. So yeah. have some fucking respect, <laughs> man. <laughs> Look, I didn't mean to assume. I didn't mean to put on your, your mother's heritage, her nationality. But you know what? <laughs> no, it's fine. She gave me fucking Doctor Who. I hate Doctor Who. <laughs> She can go die in a ditch for all I care. <laughs> but yeah, I she's like Doctor Who though. Yeah, I don't. I, do. I think I think it's all. I think, like, sure, all science fiction do like jargon and shit that means nothing as a way to sort of, you know, technology that is magic and whatnot. Sure. But Doctor Who just waves his little wand around and goes it's a uh, the x spectrometer it's it's crazy this is not the this is not the cr- the little boy this is a big boy they, i don't know it just actually, actually it's called a uh, a sonic screwdriver yeah. ben yeah. and uh, if you don't know that that's your fault that's your it, own ignorance coming it's through just i enjoyed uh david tennant and i enjoyed um half of matt smith and then i kind of was mm. like this is annoying. It's always the same. It's always this bullshit British. F- uh, yuck. Yucky. I, uh, to be to be fair, I haven't kept up with it 
Mm, it's not good as as religiously as I did in a couple of years. No, I think Tennant was the David Tennant was. Oh, the, he was the peak. He was the peak. Yeah, I think it's been downhill ever since. I think. Also, uh, I'm, I think I'm, um, I'm very happy that I did a a, a visual gag for you when nobody else can. <laughs> <laughs> nobody else can see. <laughs> Threw on my blue light glasses and I stuffed them up my nose and it's lost for all eternity. We all lost it. You didn't even tell people what you were doing until after yeah well I, I assume that somebody figured it out based on the uh, ronald gunch voice <laughs> <laughs> i just find it annoying but i find english people annoying no offense <laughs> you have immediately alienated all of your <laughs> grub listeners in the uk <laughs> oh they know they've listened to me long enough well Ben, this has been a lot of fun, man. I, it's I've been a lot had of a good fun. Time, had a good time chatting with you. We'll have to get you on uh, for a for a full episode sometime. This wasn't a full say. episode. What do you? This is just a bonus episode. A little bonus boy. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, little bony. Little bony boy. Well, I would love to come on and talk more about whiskey because I quite yes. enjoy it. So what I think what I would like to do, and obviously I can't ship anything to you, um, but with my friends. Uh, in Brisbane, I might send them uh, back with some samples uh, that they could maybe mail to you or something. Yeah, I and love samples. Could, uh, yeah, we could. Do you know? <laughs> Absolutely. What kind of sample? What name your top five samples, Ben? Um, <laughs> uh, beats, uh, <laughs> horns. Love a horn. Um. And uh, bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then that's that's uh, that encompasses all five. I would say, but <laughs> I do I do love whiskey a lot. Yeah, but um, I, I'll 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 have them uh, come back if if they make it over here this year, and I'm assuming that they will. Um, but I'll send them back with uh, with sample bottles for you and have them please sent do. your way, and uh, we'll we'll do a full episode. Yeah, that'd be great. It. I'd but, love uh, that. Yeah, man, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, follow me on the Twitters at Ben Russells, and I will be having just the mildest of breakdowns on there. I'm very mild. It's no Greg Larson. I'm no man. Greg Larson. <laughs> poor, poor man. He's, he's, he's got a lot of anger. He does. <laughs> but he's inspired me, you know. He's inspired me to be a, a little bit more angry. Because I think we should get a little bit more angry than what we get. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, but uh, you, you can find the Grub Podcast as well. You can um, find the Grub Podcast as well. And you can find the Grub on Twitter. And you can find the Grub on Patreon, which is where... I mean, we. That's where we are right now. We decide... Yes. And... and it's so good. I think it's, it's great. one of the best. It's really good. I can't tell you how much I enjoy doing that with all with those guys and you know the people that listen to it. I think it's it's a fantastic thing that's happened. So and check I, it I'm, out. And I'm enjoying it just as much, really, as I, I ever have. Um, <laughs> but I will say, I, if if anybody needs a a, a jumping on point, um, the drunk episode from last year which one was that oh it was in the it was in the 20s it was like okay. uh that was the the 
first Grub Listies. Oh, right. <laughs> Grub Listies. <laughs> wow. But that, w- <laughs> but that was the, the, the top four Beatles Grub Listie. <laughs> <laughs> top four Beatles. <laughs> Did we forget anyone? <laughs> Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> Am I even here? Is anyone listening? <laughs> My, as much as I love that one, I love so much the top five things that are bigger than your dad. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a guy like um, some, something about why the White House isn't made of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> number number one. No one's even suggested it. <laughs> Very inside baseball. I'm sorry for anyone that has no interest in the grub. Um, no, they, but I think that people should definitely go and listen to it. I mean, it, like uh, Ben was yeah, saying. Yeah, we've got 60 episodes up there. Yes. For yeah, free and, that you can check out and see if you like it. And there's a few that's on Patreon as well. So that's patreon.com slash the grub. Yeah, uh, yeah. But check it out. Check the free stuff out first and see if it's your flavor. Um, because, I mean, it's not everyone's it's cup not of tea. It's not for everybody. No. Yeah. But we try. <laughs> but we also just do what makes us laugh. Just do you, man. Yeah, just do I you. think that's important. Just be yourself. Do whatever makes you happy, man. Oh, all right, Drink all right, wild all right. turkey, dude. <laughs> it's cool. You have kind of adopted like the Matthew McConaughey haircut as well. In I this. am not cutting my hair for the entirety <laughs> of quarantine <laughs> or or shaving. I'll, so. I will stand in solidarity with you, brother. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to get long and I'm going to look weird. But that's cool, man. That's all good, man. It's that's all good all in the hood. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good in the hood, my all dude. All good in the hood, brother. All good. All right. Uh, well, we'll we'll hop off here. Ben, thank you so much for, for hanging out with me for... The first hour of my Saturday morning. My pleasure. I, I have no idea where the rest of this day is going. It's keep, it's just it's keep just, drinking. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Am I gonna have a beer with breakfast? Who's to say? <laughs> that is that is insane. You're gonna have a nap at like you're gonna have a nap at ten o'clock, <laughs> <laughs> which is only thirty minutes away for me. So. <laughs> Hey, if you have not followed the show already, it is at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, of course, you can give us five star rate and review on the old iTunes app. Uh, and you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. And you get bonus content at five dollars a month. And I think that does it. Ben Russell, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you so much for having me. Having me? Having me? That's good. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, thanks very much for listening to everyone. Yes. That was listening. (laughs) It's 11.30. (laughs) I'm allowed to get a bit drunk. (laughs) And smoke a little bit of weed. Maybe I might, dude. Maybe I might. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys on the next ISO sessions. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is my Bourbon Podcast.